Please, for God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to... Please, stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop Still going. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> Won't stop. Oh my God. Silver and, Shamrock. As you can tell, today we're talking the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I think you all know where we're going with this one. Uh, welcome everyone to Citizen Frame. This is the podcast. I spoiler fail the contains harsh language. Today we are talking, well, Halloween 3. The season of the witch. Even though there is no witches. <laughs> well, there's witch there masks. There's witch masks. Mm. There's other masks as well. And the... he does mention witches. We'll get to it. Uh, by the way, so we haven't figured this out yet. Uh, that was Colin. Yes, it was I. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Nula. Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one because I remember seeing this and I was like, what a piece of shit. Where is Michael Myers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where the fuck is Michael? You got to have Michael. But this is directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. And Tommy Lee Wallace, he's got, uh, he's more of a graphic designer, production designer, stuff like that. He worked, best friends worked with Tom, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> John Carpenter, where the fuck did I get Tom Cruise? Oh, Tom Atkins, I was thinking. But Tommy Lee Wallace has is, is always worked with Carpenter, um, doing production design, art department. He's worked on The Fog, Assault uh, Precinct 13. And the original Halloween. And the, yep, and the original Halloween. So yeah, he, he was Michael. Uh, for very minimal cameo. I mean, it's... Well, yeah. Mainly it was Nick Castle. Mm. But yeah, um, I think everybody played Michael at some point, even Deborah Hill. Yeah, she was uh, little Michael. She was the hand. Yeah, yep. Uh, which we talked about in the past podcast. Uh, well, the second to the, la- the first podcast. Um, wow, I'm already getting lost. Yeah, <laughs> well, th- that fits for Halloween 3, let's be honest. Yeah, it, mm. a lot of things do get lost. But Tom Lee Wallace was not a bad choice to go ahead and take the reins on for Halloween 3. Again, this is produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Um, his hand in the score as well. Um, it's got some nice nods, some actors that we always see in most of the Halloween films coming back. Obviously, it's different characters. Uh, but we'll dive right into it. Um, here we go. Uh, Halloween, Season of the Witch. First of all, the reason is it's what Carpenter wanted to do originally, and he threw it out the window at this point because he realized his franchise kind of sold out. Not necessarily his fault because Universal wanted Halloween 2. He wanted to do a series of Halloween anthologies. So mm-hmm. he wanted Halloween, one-off story, but a, man, a masked man going around killing people. End of. That's it. The second one will be another tale, mm-hmm. and then th- and then another Halloween movie will be another tale. Twilight Zone just, type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he always he just like every year you got a new, you get a new film, um, which I, I which I kind of like. But he said that was pretty much dead at the point once he made Halloween two. 
but he did get his hands wet with this one. Um, not as much as he did with Halloween too, uh, but it, it pays. It, pay, it, pay, it does pays a little homage to Halloween, which we'll get to. But it, it, they were just going to call it Season of the Witch, but they couldn't because George Romero has a film called Season of the Witch that came out in the seventies, I believe. So yeah. they they couldn't get the title rights anyway. I don't know why they used to call it something like Creepy Little Masks. Just something, just something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we got Tom Atkins. We got Tom Atkins in the lead, um, which I like Tom Atkins. I like him in small doses. I liked him in smaller roles like Creepshow in the Fog. Mm-hmm. We'll go with it. I liked him in Night of the Creeps. And I like but in this one, he's just a creepy old bastard. <laughs> yeah. 100%. This guy is the... The love scene in this film is the most disturbing image. I still can't get it out of my head. The the most disturbing thing about it is that once they roll off of each other, he t- then turns to the girl and says, how old are you? <laughs> you know? Or like, are you old enough? Or something really creepy along those lines. Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically, it's too late, but I figured I should probably ask. <laughs> Poke now, think later. <laughs> yeah. That way, if but, I do get in trouble, at least I can say to the judge, I did ask. Um, well, I think the order of events might come into play there, though. <laughs> but no, 100%. Like, he is not a likable character mm. at yeah. any stage. He's just a tool. He's a, he's a womanizing prick. And he's not a good dad either, despite yeah. what he, you know, the film tries to make him out to be towards the end. Mm-hmm. But damn, that's a bad father. Yeah. 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 Um, and I, like, again, I like Tom Atkins, but. They need to put somebody else in this role. Um, it's 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 funny. Um, was it John Carpenter or Tommy Lee Wallace? Can't remember who casted him, but they said they liked his performance in Creep Show. Well, he was an abusive father in Creep Show. <laughs> that's what they got. Oh, well, that's what they got. Yeah. And strictly yeah. speaking, they just got a Creep Show. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> he just a <an> creep? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they want that. But more. Amp it up. <laughs> Let's start with the opening credits. Uh, we obviously have the famous pumpkin that's in all the Halloween films. There's always a pumpkin. This one's more of a digital pumpkin. Mm. And it's got the little theme in the background. I want to say this. I do like the score for Halloween 3. Again, it's Carpenter with Ellen Howarth, I believe. Um, which I enjoyed the score quite a bit. Very. It's. I don't know. It's quite forgetful. I, 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 li- I like it. I'm kind of the same with Colin, but it didn't, like, it wasn't bad. It didn't stand out for being bad. It did its job, that kind of thing. But, like, if you asked me to kind of go back to uh, a particular moment, what was playing, I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I remember the intro piece just being very flat. Mm. Like, the the takeaway musical piece from Halloween 3 really is the however many days Halloween. to Halloween. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Oh God, it's back! <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that is one hundred percent the part that sticks. Maybe that was intentional because it was meant to be this catchy, get kids to watch, hooked in for the final signal. Yeah, I, the giveaway at nine. I, I think I think I'm okay with. I think because I'm a Carpenter fanboy, so I follow his music, so I probably probably like it more. Where the traditional viewer might not, you know, it certainly isn't as catchy as Halloween theme. No, God, absolutely no. not. Um, but uh, you know, Nudo's correct. It's not bad. It's just forgetful. Yeah, and the Halloween, and so far for this retrospective, the the one thing Halloween has always been consistent with is the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. This one kind of does lose it, but we do get boop, 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 
tropes. <laughs> well, what I will ask, I know we're going to cover it later. Do Halloween three through sorry Halloween four through what like six have different theme songs as well? Yes. Or do they just use well? The uh, yes and no. Okay. Um, they tweak it a bit, but we'll get to it. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so opening scene, we got this guy being, you know, he's running around and he's getting uh, chased by these robot esque characters who are trying to be Michael Myers, but without the mask. Like we Agent uh, Smiths, but not quite yes. so cool. Yes. Um, now, this one, the scene, let's stop the scene that works. Now, this guy, he's, he's got the mask in his pocket. He, he, he knows the secret of the Shamrock Village, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and he ends up getting the hospital. You know, getting away from these bad guys. What you guys think of the scene where I like this, where he takes his the bad guy goes and sneaks into the hospital room, and so he can't talk. He takes his fingers and he pokes him in his eyes, and he pops up his nose. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Ah, it's that's a, a naughty death. way to go. Good death. Mm-hmm. Give me I a was good death. I'm happy. I was kind of hoping for a bit more of that. Having seen Halloween two, I thought it was going to go down that more horrific slasher kind of horror mm. vibe yeah when halloween 3 to me just it's not really anything well we'll we'll, we'll take a little deeper into that especially when you talk about the violence i'm gonna okay. applaud it in some of the parts um and we'll certainly more ballsy and i'm sure you know the scenes i'm talking about um so <laughs> i do like how so before the guy goes to the hospital and he gets you know he's getting chased by the robot guys mm-hmm. and he escapes, and then it says one hour later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he's in the gas station. I need help. You know, he gets him to the hospital. Who cares about it? Why do you have to tell us it's one hour later? What yep. does that make a difference? There's no difference if it's ten minutes later to an hour. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, like we don't really need to know that he ran for a whole hour to get away from them. Like he just arrived at this gas station. Yeah, yeah that, that'll do. <laughs> that'll one do. One hour pinned. later. It's setting up his point of exhaustion. Can I... Come on, yeah. guys, get with it. This is classic cinema. Fair, okay. That's why I come in at your guy like a zombie. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's fair. I don't know if it's just me, but this was very David Lynch. <laughs> I couldn't even... You think it's just very wait, just waiting on Kieran, freaking out, like, not again. Oh, my God. Trevor, are you back on this podcast? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Is it just me, or did you notice at the end of the Silver Shan- Shamrock advert that there's a very brief flick or flash of um, Michael's mask before the ad stops? Oh, I didn't notice that. I'll check uh-huh. that out. I, I, I slowed it down to like 0.2% and like went through it nearly frame by frame to catch it. And it's definitely, it definitely looks like Michael's mask. Oh, check that out. Mm. That's kind of cool. That's cool. Mm. And those... Um, so yeah, we we got Tom Atkins who plays Daniel Chalice. Um, we got Ellie Grimbridge played by Stacey. I can't act my way out of a paper bag, Nelkin. No, she was fantastic. Um, what are you talking about? And then we got the great Cochran, who's played by the wonderful actor uh, Dan O'Hurley, who we all know Nula from. Oh, don't put me on the spot because my memory sucks. Nula, you're gonna be mad at yourself. Tell me. He plays Grig in the Last Starfighter. Is that who that is? That's him. Oh, no, forget it. I didn't even think of that. There you go. Uh, he also plays the old man in Robocop. That's what I was going to say. I was like, are you expecting to remember Robocop? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, the yeah. last Starfighter shouldn't have that one, man. Yeah, he stole that movie as Greg. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it was pretty neat. But did you catch? Um, so yeah, we're introduced. He's a doctor. He's a womanizing prick. He's an alcoholic. Mm. Can't hang out with his kids. Um, do you see who played his wife? That's yeah, it was, Annie. Uh, Annie. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That's Annie Nancy Keys. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much her last role. She kind of walked away from the biz after this. Mm-hmm. Well, the biz um, walked away from her after seeing Halloween three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. Um, so yeah, so turns out that okay, let me get this straight. The girl, her father's the one who dies, who gets in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh my God, my father died in the hospital." And Tom Atkins is like, "Okay, let's go investigate." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, baby, let's get a motel. I'm gonna, <laughs> we'll I'm gonna just my kids. Oh. <laughs> uh, and we're we're gonna I'm gonna investigate this with you. Um, I did like the the guy who kills the robot man, who kills um her father in the hospital bed. Mm. Walks out, goes to a car, pours gas on himself, and boom. Yeah, that is yeah, he goes up like a like a friggin' rocket. Um but that's grim to watch, like imagine obviously not knowing what he what he is. Just some yeah. dude getting in a car and setting himself on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was like that's some hardcore commitment. Yeah. Yeah, take one for the team. <laughs> uh, um So yeah, they go in the small town. Oh, so I know, you know, um, every time he, he, he picks up the phone, uh, Tom Atkins. Yeah. And he, he's calling it, but he always gets that operator. Mm-hmm. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, I was going to ask you about this. And it's the announcer who announces the um, the lockdown, the, what you call that, curfew? Yeah. Yeah. She did that for, she did the same thing in Escape from New York. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, she's... It's kind of it's kind of nice having those little. I like I do like little peppered in moments. Mm-hmm. Um, Dick Warlock who played Michael Myers. He's, you know, he's I'm so immature. No, it's worth it though. <laughs> the name is awesome, Dick Warlock. Well, I, oh, uh, Dick Warlock is in this as well. He's one of the main henchmen. Um, yeah, played Dick Michael Warlock Myers. featuring as the robot. <laughs> <laughs> what what a character change. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's right within his wheelhouse. He went from an emotionless killer to Dick Warlock. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. So they're, the whole thing is they're selling these masks. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will say this. Those masks are cool. They are pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. They're pretty well designed, um, especially back in the in the 82. Those are pretty advanced looking masks. They're so not kudos. the the 10P plastic witch masks. Yeah, the ones the, the father gave him. <laughs> <laughs> the ones the father gave his kids, remember? Yeah. yeah, they're like, we got the silver shamrock masks. These suck. Yeah, yeah you suck, Dad. Go. Yeah. And more importantly, it's also not the uh, spray-painted Michael Meyer. Well, sorry, spray-painted William Shatner mask. They yeah. got an increase in the budget from then. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have to steal a mask. Nope. Um, well, here, here's, but the whole thing is, he, the kids sit in front of the TV at 9 o'clock at night, right? Mm-hmm. And then nine o'clock at night, and then the t- and then the tag that's connected to the has a chip in it, and then yep. you know the kids implode and bugs and shit come out. <sighs> that's the end of the world, right? Yeah. I got two very important questions. Yes. Go for it. One, 
If I was a kid, that fucking tag would be ripped off in two seconds. Yeah, see, and that would be so annoying. No kid's going to keep a tag on the mask. And the bigger one, which is question number two. What about the time zone difference? <laughs> yeah, and different, and different state, well, different parts of America, yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess they're broadcast, well, we don't see different states, so we're going to assume that they Yeah, just... we do. Yeah, we do. Do we? Yeah, yeah, it goes through yep. different parts, yeah, it goes through different big cities. Well, yes, but are they in different time zones? They all are, yeah. Washington, okay. D.C., yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the only thing I could think of is those people didn't get one for nine o'clock. They got one for whatever <laughs> their time zone is. This is true. Okay. That corresponds. Mm -hmm. Nine o'clock, you know, midnight, whatever kids going to stay up to that. Um, <laughs> it's Halloween, Kieran. You were watching Halloween at that time when you were that age. Just saying. Can well, I can I put a wee point in here? Kieran is uh, worried about the time zones, but like, what about? The stone from Stonehenge containing mystical fucking magic dust that does this to the kids. That would be my bigger question. I think the uh, the time zones that could maybe work out. That's I'm like, what the fuck? And how did it get here? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no. get it. What's your problem with that? I yeah. get it. That's completely believable. The time zones is the inconceivable part. Of <laughs> oh right, okay. I mixed around here. <laughs> yeah, they stole a piece of Stonehenge from an alien being, and they brought it over. Was it an alien? It's an alien. Yeah, it's an yes. alien. Yeah. No, because Stonehenge is from space. Yes, Stonehenge is from space. Okay. Did I miss this part? Yeah. I think so. Maybe it's missable because by that point you're already brain dead from watching this. I see. Right. Okay. I, I maybe just was at that point where I was just comatose looking at the screen just after seeing and hearing that song so many times. It does that to you. Yeah. You just. In a trance by yourself. No, he he says so. They took the rock from Stonehenge. It's from an um, now Stonehenge. He talks about and he pronounces it correctly. Yes, uh, not, not Sam Hain. Sawan. Um, he pronounces it correctly, but he says he got it from the pagan gods. Blah blah blah. I believe this is from and he tells the story of an alien presence. Um, and I love how he gets you know, like. What the fuck is that? That's Stonehenge. And he goes, yeah, you won't believe how, how, how hard it was to get that thing over here. Yeah, I want to know. Tell us. <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> say. You get fucking species of Stonehenge over there. But no. Uh, yeah, Stonehenge is the, the, the force behind the evil mask. The evil <laughs> masks. Um, now, ripping on it pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But I do enjoy... The ass, I do think it's got a lot going for it, and it's the balls of it. The scene where the kid gets it in front of the family when he, mm. he tests what the mask will do, and the kid's head implodes, and there's bugs and all coming out of it, and the parents get eaten or bitten by snakes and stuff. I can't stand snakes. I looked away. <laughs> but, really? I thought that scene was quite tame. 100%. I don't think it was tame at all. Well, no. But it's the, it's the, it's the fact that they kill the kid. What I would have prefer preferred, excuse me, is um, I would have preferred that it activated the kids and turned them all into like killers and they killed their See, that's parents. that's what I thought it was going to do. That's what I was kind of hoping for. And then I was no, like, I had a wee moment where I was like, ooh, could that be why Michael did what he did? Back in the day, there was a similar event. Ooh. And then I was like, no, it's completely inconceivable because they're different universes. But like, I would have liked that more. That would have been more grisly for me than 
fucking bugs and snakes. Yeah, he just gets up and knifes the no, shit out of his parents. I, I just agree. You really couldn't do that anyway because Stephen King did it a year earlier and the movie was coming out, Children of the Corn. I don't know. I just think they could have done something better. It I disagree. Disagree. I like the bugs. I'm going to afraid of snakes. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh no, they're monstrous. And all the rest of us are like, oh, snakes. <laughs> Do you yeah. remember, remember when they, they're they walking and they're getting the tour? And they're, keep in mind, they're giving these masks to millions of kids, right? There's like six people making them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is our elaborate blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck? How the hell are you getting all these masks made in time? But they're all robots. They're making them for years. They don't need to sleep or eat. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I do like they go, so what's going on? The final process. Why? What, what? What's the final process? Here's all a little bit of this, a little bit of that, mm. and there's a big door <laughs> that says "final processing." <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's kind of funny. Well, gee, where does that happen? I don't know. Maybe over there. And he's like a little bit of magic. Yes, a little bit of magic. And he's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Um, I, I do like another thing. I like. I like the death of Marge. Problem is, you might have got the uncut, the uh, cut version. Mm. Um, she's the store owner. Who yes, gets her face melted off, right? Yeah, yeah. Kind of it doesn't really melt. Kind of explode, explode, explodes her lips mm. and all. Mm. Yeah, the version I saw was quickly cut, so I don't. I have a, uh, a copy myself, so I watched on Amazon. So it's, it, but it's it's pretty gory death. I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, I didn't mind that one so much. Um, it was very super sci-fi-ish with the like little microchip and then the big electric spark. Blows her face off and enjoyed that bit. I did, <laughs> but I don't know how it happened. Because he, she's picking at the the tag. She had it the... might be, but the tag has nothing in it, really, yes, it other does. than it's the chip. mysterious chip that responds to the boop, 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 boop. boop yeah, but no, but she was tampering with it. So that must be like a failsafe thing. Yeah, I guess. I'm probably just being too fussy with it, but <laughs> yeah, that part I was like, eh. oh, I like. I thought it was. I liked it. Um, so as let's let's just get this out of the way now. Cause I know we talked about it earlier. Um, so she goes to take a shower, <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm. and he's he's walking around investigating. Really, not doing much investigating, but he did go to get some alcohol. And it's the, the, the you doom guy gives him all the info he needs after giving him a sip of his whiskey. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, he goes into the hotel room and she's in, she's, uh, in her you know, towel, whatever. And he just walks in and you know, go, goes to the bathroom, turns on the light, and she just disrobes right in front of him. Just like that. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I get that all the time. That's you know that's just that's just me. I it's don't a like... common occurrence. Yeah, like, I can't go anywhere without women disrobing in front of me. <laughs> Stop then, telling everybody, good grief. Yeah, but that doesn't. Yeah, but you putting you know ten pound in their g string doesn't count. <laughs> no, no. I mean, this is this is this is free. Just I show up just like Mister Chalice, and I'm just like ladies, <laughs> and they disrobe. Hey, if Mister Chalice is getting this action, what the fuck? What about me here? Yeah, you, you just don't have that rock and mustache. That's your problem. That's one hundred percent it. Yeah, you don't oh. have the chalice. That's it. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable with this sex scene, and it's like the <laughs> longest scene in the film. 
It's also the only <laughs> Halloween probably without boobs. <laughs> no, he sucks on. <laughs> Karen, you took notes of this part. He was like, <laughs> he's like, he, he was, raised he was, her he was drawing it. He was like, gotta get this. I'm gonna be like Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic, drawing this shit out. <laughs> no, no, because he's, he's like blah, licking all over her body. It's so disturbing. Okay, then I'll 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 preface it a bit better. It's the only suckling. one that you see no nipple. No, you do. No, oh, well, that's mine was the cut version, but you don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> you okay over there, Karen? You need a moment? I just need a moment. <laughs> uh, everybody, welcome back to Citizen Fray. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use that for any other awkward segues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick, give me the boopity boppers. Boops, boop, boop, um, yeah, so we know that uh, Cochran is, his whole thing is to do, you know, uh, to do people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to to get rid of the pop, the overpopulation. That's pretty much the reason he's doing this. Um, and so we, uh, what's your face again? What's your name again? Who's the uh, uh, Ellie? Ellie. Ellie disappears. Just bye. She's gone. She's been kidnapped. You now he this motivates him more to go find out. Here's the funny thing: is during the uh, during the uh, uh, sequences in this film, he always calls his corner friend, the one he's fucking. Mm. And yes. he's like, yeah, what's going on? Oh, not much. <laughs> and she's the same bit of dirt that she's going through the entire film. <laughs> calls her back. Hey, what's going on there? Oh, I found something in this dirt. It took you four days to find something in that little dirt? Yeah. And it's yeah like, something it's a- that might not be human or car parts yeah. somehow. Yeah. It might not be a car part. It's going to be a, uh, you know, yeah, I think it's ro- like robotic or something or whatever. What was, how they... would she have discerned that was so weird and not just a part of something? Yeah, like she knows all about cars. Yeah. Um, but as she's having this conversation with him, he's hitting on her. He's She's hitting on him. And he just got done banging this other chick. This guy is the most unlikable scumbag. He's such a dog. Sure, he was grabbing the... At nurse's ass at the start too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so as he hangs up the phone, another henchman's coming, and he can see him from the other side. Now he's in a hospital. He walks to one drawer, opens it up, and it's a brand new shiny drill. <laughs> yes, a cordless one too. Yeah, like he was at home base. <laughs> um, takes a drill and he, he drills her in the face, which they cut away from, which was sucky. Yeah, yep, I agree with that one. Yeah, should have shown us. Yeah, show it. Give us something, because besides the, I do like the deaths that are in it. There's very minimal. Um, you should have gave us a little more. Um, there's a cool little shot I liked where he's sneaking in, and he sees this woman knitting. Oh yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy. She's just sitting there, just knitting. You, you clearly by this point know it's a robot, mm. but just the way. Excuse me, just the way it was shot. She looked like a Halloween uh, decoration, like one of those moving Halloween decorations. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you find out it's a robot, and he gets kidnapped by Cochran, which is the worst kidnapping ever. <laughs> I'm going to sit in a room, barely tie you up, put a mask on you, and I'm going to tell you my whole plan. We talked about the whole plan. 
and then they all leave. Do you know? All of them. Do you know what part really got me? The fact that um, your guy Chalice is strapped down the whole way, and his arms are strapped like uh, over his biceps or whatever. But he flings the mask and perfectly lands it on the camera, which is like right at the other side of the room, and he just flicks his wrist. Perfect shot. First go. Yeah, I've done that. I, I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no fucking way. Nearly you're forgetting. This is Dr. Chalice. <laughs> I don't care. The mustache doesn't give him that much power. Ladies' man, Chalice. <laughs> he knows how he to flick his anything. wrist. He can be a bad husband, womanizer, a bad father, and an incredible shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should have been on the poster. Yeah, that should be in the tagline. So should have. As he's, he's escaping very easily... He runs in to our girl again, Ellie. Oh, she's alive. But clearly, well, it was a trick because she's just a bad actress. So I couldn't tell if she was still trying to be acting or playing a robot. Yeah, I couldn't tell any difference uh, between her. So as they're, they're, he's, uh, he takes these, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the chips and he throws them in the center. And it causes everything to go nuts. Blah, blah. And everyone dies. Uh, so he takes Ellie. And they're driving away. Don't know why Ellie didn't help Cochran out in the first place. <laughs> to yeah. prevent him from doing that. Wouldn't that have been helpful? Mm-hmm. It would have. Or did he do that before he found Ellie? He he did that with Ellie. They were escaping together. And while the advertisement was playing in the evil fucking Bond villain's lair. Okay. Um, okay. He throws them down and then they get sparked. Okay. Because I, I wasn't sure. She, I mean, she should have helped Cochran. Mm. You know, it's... That's the whole point. I want to know, how fuck quickly did they make her? Oh, they, they literally unzipped her down the back and pulled her onto a robot uh, body. Yeah. Did, we, did I miss something? Or is that just... No, it's uh, just kind of implied, but it's the only way they mm. could have done it is basically they kidnapped her, killed her, probably skinned her and stuck her on a robot body. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Anyways, so yeah, they're driving, and he finds out it's he's a robot, and they get into a fight. That's stupid. It's so stupid. Um, oh my god, that dismembered arm flying across from the other side of the car to grab him by the throat, and he's like, it's like that arm. not even holding his throat though. It's not even grabbing it. It's like rubbing caress in his chin, and at any point he could have threw it away, but he's like f- struggling with it. Yeah, like I remember I, I did I would I did watch that scene, and I was like, I don't know what's keeping this arm on he can't have that good of a grip he was enjoying it fuck's sake he's like oh <laughs> one last group before you go yep oh, actually that's probably true he was like oh, i'm surprised he chalice. didn't start sucking her finger <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't get a hand job <laughs> he's like great when you're on it <laughs> no, maybe because- that's in the director's cut because <laughs> um. <laughs> she you know they crash the car and her body parts fall over the place and there's a hand moving i'm surprised you didn't just <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh wait we got two, 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 a couple of minutes till Halloween I can quickly get a hand job from this thing <laughs> then go warm the kids <laughs> so he runs to the gas station to stop the stations from airing it which nobody would stop anything from this fucking calling uh-huh. no they wouldn't uh, it's not like he's anyone important it's not like I'm a police officer or I'm a government agent it's I'm Dr. Chalice <laughs> husband <laughs> sorry bad husband womanizer an is incredible this, shot. Is this the same <laughs> gas station? Yep. The other. Yes. How the fuck's that possible? They drove for hours to get to where Cochran was. 
Yeah, but they're looking for her father who went to pick up masks from this little Irish town. No, I know that. Mm-hmm. But the, the the factory is close to that station because that's where... Oh, okay. So they must get... Okay, the hospital must have... Okay. The ambulance drove them to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think well, so. Well, um, that's the same gas station they use in the fog. Anyone wants to know? Is that what that is? See, yeah. I was more focusing on the hospital. Was that the same one they used in Halloween too? At the start, it no, looked like it. No, it isn't. I, I actually thought that myself, but it, uh, it wasn't. Mm. Um. Yeah. So he he picks up. Yeah, come on, Channel Two. You gotta stop the broadcast. You gotta stop the broadcast. He makes like one phone call. You gotta call different broadcasters <laughs> in order to stop this. They all have the so, same no. number. What you talking about? Yeah, he is yeah. just calling the TV people. That's it. Doesn't matter. They do all the stations, Karen. So, yeah, he goes, boop, 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 boop. Sorry, we have to interrupt. He's like, yes. Boop, 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 boop. We have to interrupt this. Yes. Come on, number three. Boop, 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 boop. No. Turn it off. No. I do kind of like the ending because no one lives. Do you want to say, well, what Meatloaf says, two out of three ain't bad. He saved a lot more kids than 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 would have been saved. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he did stop something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that sums it up, really. That, that yeah, that's it. Wow. Thirty four minutes. That's pretty. That's wow. That's pretty long considering this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Listen. Uh, I'm going to assume you guys didn't like it. Who? Um. I don't mind it, but I don't mind it in its own right. As part of Halloween as in Michael Myers attachment, no. It doesn't, again, if it was, if Halloween 1 was just Michael Myers and say this was Halloween 2 season of The Witch, completely fine with it. And I understand this movie actually has quite a cult following, again, as its own movie. I get that, it's pure cheese. but. It doesn't really do anything. Like it's not, it's not a horror movie. It's not suspenseful in any way. It's just there. <laughs> well, I kind of agree with Colin. I I had to actually look at this and see if comedy was listed as uh, one of its genres. I wasn't too sure how to take it. <laughs> just parts was like, what the fuck? And I think it's because like I haven't seen this one before. And coming off the back of Halloween 1 and 2 and the ones I'd seen previously, this was so far removed from what I was expecting. And it does so totally fit with a Twilight Zone type story 100%. And see, if I had seen it in that capacity, I'd have been like fucking brilliant. But I think it kind of threw me, it threw me through a loop a wee bit because I just really wasn't expecting that. Um, But... It's watchable, you know what I mean? Um, I, there was just points if it was like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> this is yeah. so daft. And i that's something I enjoy in horror, you know what I mean? I, it definitely wouldn't be wouldn't be up there as one of the best, best Halloween movies. Um, <laughs> no. But yeah, it's enjoyable, you know? Well, you know, like, I was in the same boat as you. This was the first time I watched it as well. Mm. And having seen the first two, I kind of got set up for, you know, a slasher or a thriller or something. But no, you're 100% correct. Comedy does tend to be 
what you would expect this to be. And like yeah. you even texted me last night saying, "Is this movie a piss take?" I did. <laughs> I did. Like, is it a parody of Halloween or something? You know, it's it's um, you guys pretty much nipped on and uh, nailed it on the head. It's it's if this came out without the Halloween tag, this would have been a lot more successful film. And I think people over the years forgiven it having the Halloween name. Um, and since then have adapted to it and liked it. I'm that kind of guy. I wouldn't look at it. I watched it once when I was younger. I said, this is an insult to Michael Myers and the Halloween legacy and yada, yada, yada. But as I got older and I watched it more, you kind of get away from the whole Halloween title and you just go with it. I enjoy it. It's silly fun. It's a Twilight Zone episode. Um, just everything about it should be bad. And I mean, it technically is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got it's got something to it. Like I like the gore. I like the balls of it, killing a kid. Um, you know, I like some of the deaths. Um, the characters are flat. Cochran was good. I like Cochran. Mm-hmm. Daniel Harley's great, and he's just you know he's just there for. You asked Colin if this is a comedy or not. He said, "Fuck it, I'm taking this role. I'm gonna make it a comedy." Because he was playing it for for jokes, mm-hmm. mm. but that's his tell. character. He's an impractical joker, so it worked well. The guy who created yeah. all these tricks and whatever else, you know. It, I, I like the soundtrack, and so I kind of—I I actually rather enjoy the film. I used to hate it, and this wasn't too long ago. But viewing it through the podcast eyes, I give it a pass. I—I uh, I actually rather enjoyed it. Uh, it's just sure. too bad the Halloween name's got to be linked with it. Yeah. Well, on that note, Kieran, tell us what happened to the Halloween name after this. Well, yes, this is why Halloween. This is why Halloween three gets a pass because what's what happens to Michael after this? You're gonna go, holy shit! Halloween three season of witch is a fucking Oscar winner. All right, Halloween four came out in 1988. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. end. That's it. It take uh, George Wilbur. That's a real menacing name from Dick Warlock. Nick Castle, Dick Warlock, and George Wilbur <laughs> is now Michael Myers. Yes, Michael Myers has gained about 20 pounds. He's shorter, and he's got a chubbier face. Okay. Um, But he has been in comatose for, in the state for over 10 years because of the, in the burn unit in a, in a state ward. Um, he is all wrapped up in bandages because when you're burned alive for 25 minutes, it takes a long time. It only takes a long time to recover. Mm-hmm. So, the conversation happens up right um, as he they're transporting Michael's body, and he overhears a conversation. One of them saying, uh, "Laurie Strode has died." Oh, by the way, Laurie Laurie died in a car accident. Okay, he, but they find out that he she had a daughter, Jamie Lloyd. So Michael. You see his fist clinch, and he takes over the ambulance because now he can wreak havoc once again in Haddonfield to go after, yes, his niece. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Dr. Loomis is still alive. Huh? What? <laughs> did he not get blown up? Yes. Well, yes. You know what, he guys? He is minorly burned. He, he did, but he does have a little scar on his right cheek. Oh, as long as they like put a wee scar on him or something that yes. totally makes and, sense. <sighs> and he has a limp. Oh, oh, and a limp. I'm sold. Yep. Yep. There 100%. Go. 
well, this time the town folk aren't going to take it. So they decide at the end of the film, they're going to gun him down. So they hunt him down and they blow him to shreds. He falls down a mine shaft. Okay. And the film ends. Or does it? <laughs> Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, 1989. This time played by Don Shanks. Which is, uh, you just threw me off there for a second there, Colin. You just sent me something. You're welcome. What, why'd you do that? I had to. You threw for anyone in the podcast listening, I sent him a photo of the Halloween 4 mask just to make him laugh. Oh, I, it, it didn't <laughs> pop up. I have to open it. It's, ho- it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, I see it. It's not, not um, good. So, uh, so, yeah. So, he's got gunshots. And it opens up right to his death from part five. Ah, four. Pretty clever. So he ends up uh, going down a river because the mine shaft breaks and uh, breaks and whatever, and he gets sucked down into the riverbed. And luckily, there's a hermit who helps him get back together. He lives by the river. <laughs> so, what? This? What? Okay. So, so part four, he gets shot, falls down the well. Uh huh. Okay. Town folks didn't look for the body. Nothing. Part five, his well breaks through, and he ends up going into a river. He is he is he is uh, saved by a hermit, who who like kind of like Yoda, <laughs> who lives by the, the creek. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so he bandages him up. One year later, <laughs> oh my god! Right? Okay, they're they they find out that Jamie, that is he's still going after you know. Lori's daughter, mm-hmm. his niece. They have a psychic connection. Fuck off. Really? Oh, he yes. Just gets, just gets, all right. So he decides, oh, I've got to find Jamie. And so, and Loomis is still around, by the way. He's just running around. Evil. Evil. <laughs> oh, he's got, he's got a cane, too. So he's not running around as much as you think. No. So... He Michael gets um, caught by the police. He gets put in jail, but then a mysterious stranger shows up, and he's all wearing black, and he breaks out Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. The cult. Part five, nineteen ninety-five. This is six years after <laughs> he gets put in prison, and then the guy with the mystery coat breaks him out. So, guy, this is, I guess, can't, I mean, we're going from Halloween. A simple little tale. So, Michael's out of jail. He just, and he, again, keep in mind, this is six years later. So, he finally gets Jamie Lloyd. That's his niece. Played by a different actress. She's older now. The creepy thing is, he'd only be about 16 or 17. If that's, if we're doing the age thing. So, she's had a kid. She's she I've, I've heard rumors. She has a is kid. Is it true it's Michael Myers' yes. kid? Yes, this is where it gets really disturbing. Huh? Rumor has it Michael raped her and now wants the kid. But when When did he get I don't the know. chance? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. During off-season, so pretty much November. <laughs> okay. <laughs> September. Uh, it's a pretty disturbing story, believe it or not. Huh. Our boy Am I right in saying back. that... The... Sorry, go ahead, man. Our boy's back, George Wilbur, who plays Michael Myers... Still chubby as hell. Um, so Michael kills Jamie, and now he's looking for the baby because she hid the baby before he killed her. 
the baby now is in Tommy Doyle's hands. Tommy Doyle is the little kid that we remember from the first Halloween. Yes, okay. And guess who plays Tommy Doyle? Hey. It's Paul Rudd, isn't it? Yeah, Ant-Man. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Um, Must be one of his uh, first acting roles. It is, it is. Yeah, he, he talks about it quite a bit. They actually wanted him back for this one. Wow, okay. he's, he's good. He's good friends with the director um, who did the reboots. They're about the reboot coming out. Well, both reboots. Mm. And they, he was seriously thinking about it. Well, he has um, enough reboots. I mean, he's in Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he decided not to because I think they decided against it because of the fact that they didn't want to bring these movies into that listing. So it would yeah. make sense to have him in it. Um, so, yeah, so he's got the baby now. And it is revealed that Michael is driven by the curse of Thorn which forces a person to kill their entire family in order to save all of civilization. Ugh. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, kind of Cochrane style when you think about it. 100%. Um, Michael has a chalice. The mysterious stranger is revealed to be Dr. Lewis's colleague, Dr. Wynn, which we kind of met in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, the one who potentially taught Michael how to drive. Yes. Um... So in order to complete their task, um, they have to sacrifice. And with the help of Karastrode, who is the adoptive cousin of Lori. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. So Tommy, Tommy keeps there for, and long story short, uh, Michael is finally um, subdued by Tommy, who injects him with the large quantities of tranquilizers inside Smith's Grove Sanitarium. The film ends... With Michael's mask lying on the floor on the la- in the lab room and Luma screaming in the background, "Oh my God, evil!" Mm. So, H two O comes out. H two O. This is the anniversary film. This one I, 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 I kind of like. I don't mind H two O either. H two O gets rid of what we just talked about. This follows up right after Halloween two. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, and it stars Jamie Lee Curtis. I think I've so seen this one. Yeah, and it's got Josh Hartnett. This is his first film. Um, so it's it's twenty years later, and she is a uh, principal of a school, a very recluse school. She's um, she's an alcoholic. She's very recluse. Doesn't like uh, very uh, very um, has her kid on a short lease because you know she's still paranoid of the. Uh, of uh, Michael's past. Well, the evil. The evil. Um, so it turns out that Jamie Lee, Laurie Strode, had faked her own death so that she could go into hiding with her, from her brother, now working as headmistress of a private school under the name of Carrie Tate. Laurie continues to live in fear of Michael's return. Her son, played by Josh Hartnett, um, attends the same, attends the school that she's there. Laurie's fears become a reality when Michael shows up at the school and begins killing off his friends. Laurie manages to get the come up, um, manages to save the day by actually beheading Michael Myers with an axe, which should have been done so long ago. If anyone had any well, sense, chopped him into pieces. Well, when- no, no, we're not done. Put him through a wood chipper. Four, four years later, <sighs> Halloween Resurrection comes out. Oh. This picks up three years after H2O, but it was revealed that the man she beheaded wasn't Michael Myers. Da, da, da. During the uh, during the chaos, Michael's body was next to another man's body, 
So he switched hmm. his uniform for somebody else's. So the man she beheaded wasn't actually Micah Myers. It was the paramedic. <laughs> oh, wow. How is she going to live with that? Well, that's why she's institutionalized. She's institutionalized. So that's hmm. why, because of her guilt of what she's done. So she's in a hospital and she gets killed in the opening sequence by Michael Myers. What a wasted death. So she's only in it for the first five, ten minutes. Mm. Well, then Michael's done. He's home free. He's killed his sister. But then he finds out a group of college students are filming an internet reality show in Michael's old house. He's not happy. It's, so he's now going to go back to his whole home and attack the kids during a reality show. <laughs> if you want a show, I'll give you one. <laughs> which, which is run by Buster Rhymes. That's right. Buster Rhymes wow. has a fight sequence with Michael Myers. <laughs> that sounds like a dream that someone had and went, Tri oh, fuck yeah. yeah, that would be a brilliant yeah. movie. They actually have the line, trick or treat, motherfucker. Love it. <laughs> Horrible. Of course, Michael is uh, gets his comeuppance. Michael's body is in the morgue. The Buster Rhymes challenged him to a rap battle and he lost. Yeah. He couldn't spit any bars. As the medical examiner begins to inspect Michael's body, he awakes. <gasps> so brings us to our next film and why the reboot had to clearly happen. Mm. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2007. So there you go. So stay tuned, folks, as we wrap this one up and we head to the reboot. 2007, Rob Zombie, and we'll see how it fares with the original. Guys, thanks for joining me on this uh, fun little trip. Thanks for having us. And again, in my head, all I can hear is... It's going to haunt me. If you're in a bad mood, just sing a little happy... You know, eight more days till Halloween, Halloween... Yeah, it's a fun He's little tune. Trying to put myself in a bad mood, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you kidding me? Uh, um, wow. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. There, <laughs> that's a wrap on this one. Um, as usual, you can uh, follow us or comment on, on our uh, Instagram page, Citizen Frame underscore podcast, or of course, Facebook. Um, likes, downloads, and any kind of opinions you have of the films and the retrospective we've been doing, this one, and even the Ghostbusters, always feel free to chime in. This one's a wrap. Have a good night, y'all. Bye!